Target Podcast. I am your host, Smiley, episode 61. Today we're going to be talking about other podcasts. We're going to give some love to our fellow our fellow podcast uh, brethren, the brotherhood, the brotherhood of podcasting. And um, today to discuss this with me are uh, a couple surprise guests, Van and Shy. Hey! Oh my gosh. Who what an honor. Um, so uh, glad to have you with me, gentlemen. To, we're just going to talk about we're going to talk about other podcasts, other media, maybe you know people we like to listen to, things we're interested in, YouTubers, things like that. Just you know, just spread some love around, give some awareness of, of some of the stuff that we that we find uh, interesting uh, out on in the world of the internet, in the world of of I guess it's, it's a form of social media. Um, but before we get to that, we have our question of the day. Uh, our everybody's favorite segment, the question of the day, and we wanted to circle back to last week. We 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 talked a little bit about the um, the King's Crafting event from uh, Shop Titans, that we uh, a game that we all play, and I thought it would be cool to do just a little bit of a post mortem on that. The event is now over. Um, it, it last last week when we were here, we were kind of still in the midst of it. So, what did you guys think of that event? Now that it's done, I'm going to start with with Shy. Um, just kind of thoughts, highs and lows of the event. What were, what were your takeaways? It was a brand new event. It was the first time they'd done this in that game. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, I think one thing we talked about last week that I would I think was still a high is the fact that it's just a different. It's not a combat event. It was a crafting event, yeah. which I think mixed it up a bit. Um, I think it was cool. Also, they adjusted their expectations in the middle of the event. And maybe I'll let someone else address, talk about that. But it was cool seeing the developer kind of listen to um, the – the players the live, the live yeah live feedback and like yeah. a quick response um and then i don't know i think as far as da- i don't know about down da- i don't know if this is really down just personally like i just kind of it went so long i just kind of lost track of it like i just mm. it went into the work week and things got really busy so i just wasn't like really engaged with it like i think that is one benefit of the ones that just go over the weekend is like you have more time i'm able to like participate more but happy those were my thoughts van yeah i agree completely with um everything shy said it, it seemed a little long however i actually will say i was more engaged towards the last few days than i was in the first four um only because i was challenged by one of our guild members Phoenix. so him and i were battling Phoenix. to see who can get the last uh position on the leaderboard so that that ended up becoming a lot of fun whenever you have that um competitive, little, little competitive yeah, friendly competition yeah, friendly competition yeah for sure yeah. so that made it exciting um I agree that it was too long to feel meaningful. Um, whereas when it's shorter, you can see your progress a lot sooner and whatnot. Um, I do think it's interesting how organically on this podcast, we brought up the fact that 20 million, which was the original target of, of points or whatever, was seemed like an extremely large stretch goal. Um, and then I think it was even that night, right, that they that they – launched the uh, emergency patch which shy was um talking about which i'll speak to now in detail was they reduced it from 20 million down to 10 million um which made it much more feasible for a lot of other guilds and whatnot so yeah well it it also decreased some of the subsequent rewards because before it was like you you know the, the way the event rewards is at different thresholds so you got something for 12 million, 15 million, 18 million, 20 million. And all of those were, everything was kind of pushed down. So like in our guild, like I logged in, I remember saying this to my, to my lovely wife, Sarah, who uh, sometimes listens to this podcast. Um, like 
I remember saying to her, I was like, oh gosh, I just haven't been paying attention because like I haven't claimed the last like three or four prizes that our that our guild has earned. Like I thought I was up to date. Like maybe we made a bigger push than I realized. And then I found out later it's because they changed all the thresholds. So yeah. we instantly qualified for like four more tiers. Yeah, uh, I think we all went through that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty interesting. But um it was weird because I was I was in the comment section on a couple of the threads about how when they nerfed it, um appropriately, nerf has a negative connotation to it but in this case i think it was appropriately um and people were like oh why they do that you know my guild already reached it on day three and stuff and i'm like you gotta be shitting me. like even if that is true that's just ridiculous like you have to have some semblance of normalcy here with what reality is one of the downsides <laughs> um one of the downsides i think to 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 shop times is there's definitely a pay to win element to the game and i think you see that in some of the really top end guilds that um they just throw the purchase currency at a lot of problems to make it go away um to to like really strange extents which is a i guess that's good for the game uh you know to, yeah, it keeps people are, alive if right? people are if people are supporting the game but like yeah. it's a little crazy to me to say like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna throw down a couple hundred bucks to be the best at this event like i i've had a hard time with that ideal in a lot of mobile games and i know there's a big culture well you know we can we can do a philosophical question about gaming and value right there and we can even add monetary i think that's actually in our in our upcoming topics (laughs) so stay tuned for that well can we do a can we do a question of the day follow-up i don't know if i've ever done this before but you know a few weeks ago we did a question of the day that was requested by a a fan of ours and Mm, did we ever get feedback from that that fan about our answers uh i believe that fan was disappointed because the Mm. host uh she she echoed van's statement that the host kind of deliberately misunderstood the question or read the question as it was written not 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 didn't didn't value the spirit of the question um right. and so she was she was just kind of uh, dismissive of our efforts well, can i also uh, make a, a a one comment real quick did yeah, we consider cool. titling this podcast section because if not i'd feel like it's a missed opportunity podcast section i mean because the podcast we, about about podcasts. That. we always talk about that but we don't talk about the title normally in the podcast so why not we should start saying this it. actually we is podcastception now because now we're actually talking let's a meta you know <laughs> deal getting in too deep uh all right well listen let's let's wrap up question of the day for today uh if you are a whale who spends hundreds of dollars a month on a mobile game of some sort and would like to explain yourself to us we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear your uh your ideas and and and, and your motivations and, and what makes you feel good about that give us your perspective give us drop us a line and, and we'll we'll put your info on our next podcast as a follow-up to the question of the day uh we'll give you our contact information at the end of the show as is our way come join our guild and shop titans well, no we don't have space i was just saying if we that'd be great that'd be great if i mean you want to talk about we drawbacks can, of shop titans we could probably find someone who's not active to put a whale on <laughs> <laughs> oh i see what you're saying that's true that's a good point <laughs> i thought you were that out to everybody <laughs> no, no. Yeah. i was trying well, to tie some, into your some, statement i see I'm, I'm with you now sorry i'm not uh, the quickest on the upkeep all right let's get into it we got podcasts and another another media um that we want to talk about so let's start let's start with van today van what uh what do you want to talk about uh, bring somebody up tell us a little bit about them tell them why why should our listeners consider listening to, to whoever you're going to talk about or i just want to say i don't know if we're going to be able to fill an entire podcast with not. podcast so Probably but not. we'll do our best we'll do our um best. the first one that i want to mention is that my dog First one I want to mention, um, 
Is it your dogs on social media? That's the name. It's called Is That My Dog? Is it's that a really my good dog? podcast. <laughs> my wife would probably like that one. She likes pretty much all dog related uh, dog related pod- stuff. This on the podcast internet. is off the rails. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the first one I want to talk to is, is probably the one that I listen to the most and the one that I've listened to for the longest. And it's the Waking Up podcast, now named Making Sense podcast. And it's Sam Harris. And for those who don't know who Sam Harris is, he's a, oh, I should have done a little more research on this. He is a neuro, I don't want to say scientist, but he has a degree in neuroscience. He's certainly a philosopher. Um, He's an absolute free thinker. And I know that term gets thrown around uh, a little loosely as of late. If somebody can believe anything on both sides of the aisle, they're automatically considered a free thinker. But I feel like he truly embodies the epitome of a free thinker. Um, where he, it's when everything is so polarized right now, you can't necessarily pin him one way or another. Um, and it's great because he's willing to have, uh, which is one of the things that we love about podcasts, he's able and willing to have long philosophical and um, non-philosophical, so objective <laughs> conversations uh, with people about things, um, you know, and, and really, I want to, um, what's it called? I'm getting lost in, in my thoughts because I want to say so many things. Um, he doesn't stray away from specific topics, so he will literally talk about everything, whether it's offensive or not offensive, and I know everything's offensive nowadays, but he does not shy away from anything. So he'll talk about, uh, one of his most controversial podcasts was um, having Charles Murray, the author of The Bell Curve, who uh, talked about differences in IQ um, within a sample of people and then um, between sample groups as well. As you can imagine, extremely controversial. Um, but he let Charles Murray talk because he wanted to hear what he had to say. Charles Murray had been demonized, not let on campuses, things like that. Um, but he let him talk and he had an open discussion and there's, there doesn't seem to be an agenda in most of his questions. So I absolutely love that. He's able to do this and take on these hard questions that a lot of people can't because he's one of the few persons, one of the few celebrities that I know who is um, invulnerable I believe that's the right word, meaning he's not vulnerable to cancel culture because he doesn't take on sponsors. He's purely funded by your subscription to his podcast. So if you as a listener don't like what he has to say, you're not going to support his podcast. You're not going to fund him. But he doesn't have sponsors who will drop funding for his podcast. Right. And he keeps it that way intentionally. One um, of the other thing is, uh, I believe he's, he's genuinely altruistic in that if you can't afford his subscription, you simply write, um, and I'll get the, the address later if anybody's interested. If you can't afford it um, to subscribe to a subscription, you literally write whatever at samharris.com or whatever, the email, and saying, hey, I can't afford this because I just lost my job or whatever, and he will give you a free year of the podcast. No questions asked, no nothing. Like, he genuinely feels that his topics are so important, not in a narcissistic way, but in a net positive to society that in the event you cannot afford it, he will grant it for free because he feels it's conversations that people should be having. Um, what is what is his annual subscription rate? Do you know offhand? I don't. Um, I support, I think, $5 to his website. And then I also subscribe to his, $5 a month to his website. And I also subscribe to his um, meditation app that he launched recently um, called Waking Up. And that's like $60 a year or something like that. So I, I subscribe to both just to help support him. So. Hmm. 
That's cool. Yeah. So if anybody's interested in just hearing literally philosophy talk on all different subjects from politics to the future, um, he's also the one who, <laughs> I'm going to get so much flack for saying this. He's also the one who talked about, who had an amazing podcast on, are we in a simulation? <laughs> right now, are we currently living in a simulation? Um, so he, he just like, nothing goes untouched if it, if it could be interesting. So hmm. go out there and listen. It's, it's a lot of fun. If you post a link to it, then I guess Smiley and I can go find that podcast and listen to that <laughs> podcast about being in a simulation. <laughs> it's a good, good point. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that definitely sounds very interesting. And uh, it's it's always cool to have people who, like, I think currently one of the things in the world that I'm most dissatisfied with is the glorification of ignorance. And so I think it's great that, to have somebody who just wants to talk about, like, just think about things, talk about things freely. Don't be afraid to talk about things and think about things. Like, I think we could have more of that in our society today in the world. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of problems that we have worldwide come from not thinking enough. Um, yeah, certainly. <clears throat> Shai, what about you? What's, uh, what's, who's on top of your list that you want to talk about today? <clears throat> yeah, so my list is going to be very probably less podcast heavy and more YouTube heavy. Um, I don't listen to it's a lot of podcasts. because Shai's got what uh, we call podcast <clears throat> loyalty. It's focus target or... Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I feel like I should have said something better there. But uh, So the first person I'll talk about is someone named Jeff Nippard. Um, this is a guy, I forget if I found him or a friend recommended him, but he's a natural bodybuilder and he has a pretty large YouTube channel. And he, it's really, the thing I like about uh, him a lot is, you know, he, um, he has a lot of paid plans out there. He has his own website. He develops like training programs for people and, and, but he just makes a lot of videos that go through like whole routines, whole workout routines, whether it's upper body, lower body, um, chest, back. And he'll like do like his like what he does he shows form guides he does like um he does like how to improve like x exercise so like a couple of his videos i like like one video that's really helped me a lot is like his bench press video he's like a how to improve your bench press video and like he goes through like six ways to like improve your bench press and like specific like technique improvements and it's just like really good stuff and like all out there for free and so like i guess you know probably a lot of people go to his channel and then like buy his programs to support him or want something more in depth. But it's just cool seeing that like he just puts his stuff out there and, and he makes a lot of science fact like videos, pretty much everything he does. He's always pulling like scientific journals. He's actually showing the journal on screen is highlighting the specific points that he's like highlighting. So it's not, I think more and more we see more YouTube personalities like this, but it's, I think there's also a lot of people out there that will just say a bunch of crap because they're on YouTube and, you know, people will listen to them say that, you know, and right. then people, you un know, un unfounded <clears throat> opinions, right? unfounded opinions, you know, done with research yeah and you have a lot of people too i think who are just getting into fitness or just getting into health who like who will like google so, you know youtube like search something and like somebody has a lot of views or the first thing in the list i'll click on it and they'll just like you know, i mean they'll listen to whoever it is because maybe they look like they're in shape or they have some qualification or whatever but i really like his, his channel he just does a lot of good stuff um would recommend him if you're looking to uh work on strength training or uh, you know try some new things out does he cover like nutrition and all that fun stuff too? I'm sure because they go um, hand in hand or to a certain extent he does. I've never I'm not, I haven't watched a lot of his, his nutrition stuff, but he's done some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Gyms are closed here in in California, but as soon as they open, like I can't wait to get back in there. Hmm. So we'll see. All right, that, uh, that is a good one. I mean, uh, it's always cool. Like like I think we've talked about this a little bit before. I know you specifically have talked about this a little bit before, Shy. But it's always good. Like there's a lot of people on the internet now 
right? There's a lot of people making content and some of them are more reliable than others. And so it's always good to endorse somebody who, you know, takes the time to, to back up what they're talking about. Like it's, it's just more valuable when you have somebody who has sources and, and, and expertise and isn't just, you know, like the three of us, like <laughs> a lot of what we're talking about are things that we're passionate about, things that we know very well, but we don't do a whole lot of research, but we're not also in the business necessarily ter- telling people what to do or what to think or how to be. We're just kind of sharing our experiences. So like, I think there's a place, there's, a, there's obviously a place for opinion podcasts and opinion videos and and like that's where we live but like there's definitely that gray area in between where you take somebody who's just got an opinion and is using it to tell people what to think or how to do something without doing the research and i and i I think we all can agree that that's that's not really the way that's not really the way this is the way this is the way Um, (laughs) all right uh my turn i so i have i listen to a ton of sports podcasts uh i'm sure you're surprised so i'm going to kind of try to hit them all together in one so that I don't, don't just keep coming back to me talking about sports and boring you guys. Um, I'm going to start with the DNVR avalanche podcast. Um, it's run by Nathan Rudolph and AJ Hayfley. And um, they are two uh, guys in the media here in Denver who, who cover the Colorado avalanche. And there's two things I just love about their podcast is Many of the podcasts are for for one. There's not a ton of avalanche podcasts out here. Uh, there's a couple, um, but you know, hockey's just not super popular <laughs> anywhere in the world. Um, it's not like football or or, or soccer where you even in Colorado. Really? Even, I, no, it, I mean it is, but it's just, it's just not at the same level. Like uh, you know, hockey uh, hockey is the fourth most popular sport in this in this country, and it's it's pretty well entrenched there. Like it's just not at the level of basketball and baseball and football. Mm-hmm. Um, by by general interest um and so a lot of the podcasts that i that i've found in the past are kind of like monthly weekly maybe a little bit more common um you know during during the heavy portions like you know the, the playoffs or the beginning of the season but especially off season like a lot of these guys do like maybe one podcast around the draft one podcast you know like because it's just not that much to talk about the dnvr avalanche podcast these dudes do five days a week every day damn like they find stuff to talk about and it's for somebody like me who just like eats sleeps and drinks avalanche like i love it i love that i can always find like what's going on the up-to-date stuff like they're they're accredited media people. So like they have access at times to the players and to the coaches and, and like, you know, they're at the rink, you know, watching like, well, not now because, you know, everything's locked down, but like previous to, to COVID, you know, they're there doing the work. And um, so like, just, just having that, having somebody talking avalanche hockey every day is amazing. And like, they go very deep into a lot of, a lot of like prospect scouting and and draft scouting and things like that so uh it's it's really a great fix for me at a time like now where the avalanche have been eliminated for the playoffs there's nothing really going on there's no news officially out of avs like nobody's talking about them i still have a podcast if i want to you know know what's going on with the team uh the second thing i say about them is what the 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 main guy who does it is aj hayfley um and the guy is just so insightful like he just knows hockey he knows the league he knows the avs and like 
I don't always agree with him, but I, I respect his opinion so much. And it's, it reminds me a little bit of what, um, what Shai was saying about uh, Jeff Nippard is that like, he, like, he just knows what he's talking about. And like, you have faith in that. He's not, he's not just giving his opinion. I mean, he is, but like, it's not an uninformed opinion. It's an informed opinion. And, um, you know, I, it's just, he's just the kind of person that you just want to listen to. And just, I, I want to hear his thoughts on the team, on the players. Like I respect what he has to say. And so, um, so like, that's, I just love that podcast to death and I listen to it almost every day and it's awesome. That's around every day. Um, I also um, want to shout out the hockey mountain high podcast, which is JJ Jerez and um, Arif Nadine. I think I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Um, um, but they, they both are also media guys in Denver. They were actually the first, one of the first avalanche podcasts I listened to and they don't, they don't do it nearly as frequently. Like they kind of have like every week or two they, they check in. And so it's hard to get into as consist- consistent a rhythm with them. Uh, but I think they're both really, really do a good job of pre- presenting information. And, and, uh, and like, I, I respect their podcast as well. So I want to give them some love. And then the final sports podcast I listen to quite a bit is the PTI show, uh, which is if, if you know PTI, it's part of the interruption, which is an ESPN based uh, sports talk show. It's been on the air for like 20 years with Mike Wilbon and uh, Tony Kornheiser. And it's basically just the show on ESPN. They put a podcast version out with just the audio every day. So you don't, so like, instead of having to watch the show, I can just listen to it on a podcast. I've been listening to that for like 15 years. Um, Like, Wilbon and Kornheiser are like two of the most respected sports writers like ever like in in sports and they it's a great it's a great podcast if you just want to keep up with what's going on in the world of sports like I've learned more about professional golf professional tennis like basketball like sports that I don't really care about or follow myself like I have such a a general knowledge of kind of what's what, what's going on and who's who like it just teaches you so much about sports just hear what's going on today in the world of sports and and those guys just do such a great job um like they're both getting getting up there in age and they've been doing this for a long time and like one day pti is not going to be will bond and kornheiser and like that's gonna be a very dark day in my life because i've been watching them for so long and like they're just two of my favorite people on tv um so that's that's my sports rundown. I got it out of my system. Um, I think Smiley, I think Smiley and Vandina are going to be much better hosts of PTI than uh, these Will Has and Horn <laughs> Bummer people. <laughs> I have a, I have a, a, a uh, quick question for you all. Yeah. When do you when do you find yourself listening to podcasts? Oh, that's a good one. For me, it's um, when I walk the dogs is my primary time. It used like, to be when I when had you're my... you're doing a yo-yo and you do the trick. Mm. You walk listen. the dog around the world. <laughs> Your wife's like, you you've been doing that for two hours. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. But, so I have, a little, I have a little tiny Chihuahua uh, Minpin mix named Peachy, who is like a little, a little hellhound demon dog, who if she doesn't get enough exercise, she's just like a million miles a minute all the time. So she gets two walks a day and usually my wife walks her in the morning and then I take her for an afternoon slash evening walk depending on the weather. And so that's the time that I like to listen to my podcast and we're walking around the neighborhood. I used to listen to my podcast on my commute to and from work, but that hasn't existed for about six months. So because of that, I'm actually a little bit behind on my podcast. I have to really pick and choose what I'm listening to because I don't have the same amount of time uh, to get through it. But 
Yeah. What about you, Shai? Um, I mean, I used to, when I was listening to more podcasts, it was normally when I was driving. Um, now watching YouTube stuff is normally if I'm like eating something or I'm just in the evening, I just don't really know what to do. So I just see if something is on YouTube. Van, where about um, you? Yeah. Um, I'd actually like to memorialize something real quick in this podcast, if I may. So you mentioned your, your little dog, which are yeah. both of our adorable. And I just want to say that Sheena and I had to make the extremely difficult decision oh, no. to, um, have Dodger take his final rest. Oh, so no. for those of you, who, you both know Dodger very well. Yeah. I've um, have heard him in the background of many games and podcasts, <laughs> but yeah, I just felt like this would be an appropriate time to memorialize him since it'll be on record forever. Oh, so man. Dodger That's was a good very boy. Sad. He yeah. was a good boy. Yeah. It's too bad. Dogs can't live forever. Huh? It's probably one of the most unfair things in life. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, yeah, but, um, very sorry to hear that. Sure. Yeah. Um, to answer the question, however, um, I do, I used to listen while commuting since my commute ran anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour to even an hour and a half, depending on which location I was, I was visiting, um, for my work site. And so I would listen all the time and I did find it once COVID hit, um, very difficult to keep up with a podcast. So then I started yeah. podcasting when, um, I would be doing chores around the house. So like cleaning, I do that or, too. yeah. So cleaning, yeah. um, working out, which I only have like an elliptical here. So, but when I used to go to the gym was another time when I used to listen to them. So, but yeah, it's, it's been difficult. So I'm definitely behind on most of my podcasts. Yeah, so. Me as well. Yeah. I've wanted to try to listen to podcasts or like listen to audiobooks when working out. But for some reason for me, if I'm working out, like I just don't pay attention to word. Like I have to listen to music. I can't listen to like the spoken word. It just like, my mind just like filters it out. And it just like, How strange. I'm like, what did he just say like three minutes ago? And I ended up like, <laughs> yes. I have to repeat it like five times. I'm like, I'm just gonna listen to something. Some I know we're getting extremely tangential here, but I like to listen to K-pop when I work out. It nice. like does it for me. There you <laughs> I think it's just it's, upbeat tempos, like out of control. It's funny because I'm the opposite, Shy. Like it's like when I used to run, which I ran like every, I had to run every day to keep myself doing it. I would always listen to podcasts. I actually had to find some new podcasts. I like, I downloaded the Tony Kornheiser show, which is a Washington DC based kind of sports and local podcast because I needed more podcasts because like, I feel like when I'm running, if I'm listening to somebody talk, it takes my mind off the running, which huh. I hate. Huh. Yep. Like I actually, I actually love having a podcast or something like that when I'm, when I'm working out, but uh, I guess so many things that podcasts are good for. <clears throat> yeah, if you, our viewer, would like to let us know, when do you listen to our podcast? I mean, obviously, you're listening to us. When when do you find time for Focus Target? Is it, is it a wake up in the morning, get you pumped up? Is it a, the soothing sound of our voice putting you to sleep? Like, uh, you know, what? when do you listen to podcast? Again, at the end of the show, we'll have our contact information. We'd love to hear from you. I feel, I like, listen- I, I feel like I did a good job of ruining a good question of the day. But, oh, well. That's we'll right. figure it out yeah. when oh, next week. Yeah, that would have been a better question. <laughs> uh, you got to yeah. remember that when you think of these. No more podcast related wanna... questions. In this <laughs> Write them down. <laughs> Write it down. But I, right. I love conversing with the two of you. So questions come are. up. I want to ask them. All right. Well, let's cycle it back around, Van. Let's go back to you for the next for the next one. All right. So this is kind of interesting. Um, I kind of feel like they, the old adage history repeats itself. And sure enough, I feel like podcasts have kind of brought that back a little bit so there was a time back in i'm not even going to say what decade but a long long time ago when people used to sit in front of the radio and listen to shows of people just talking about things events and making stories some 
true, some fictional and all that stuff. And they literally just hovered around the radio and listened to that. So this is a podcast, but it was more like a series. It was more like a show. So it, it doesn't, I, I believe there's a second iteration. I haven't gone back to it yet, but this was a specified amount of time. And it was a series called It Could Happen here. But it was a podcast form, all things podcast, where you could download it, stream it, all that fun stuff. Um, and it was a story about somebody talking about the second civil war actually happening in the United States. And it was, I believe, an eight-part series. They were roughly an hour each. Um, so he had the luxury of going into detail about a lot of things. And um, I know we, we try to stay away from politics, rightfully so, on this, on this podcast. But he really gets into the things of, like, some of the people who are glorifying, like, this possible pending civil war in the society that we sit in aren't as, and it's insane that I have to say this, but aren't as glorious as they think on the surface. Because when you really start getting into like what would happen in the event of a genuine second civil war, like he holds no punches back. He talks about like the famine, the lack of medicine, the just death that exists around the, the small factions of, you know, tyranny. And like it, it gets really, really interesting. And it, and it certainly gets really, um, eye-opening and I don't want to say scary because um, all civil war of course is, is frightening and that would be an under uh... it's very interesting I think a lot of people don't grapple with the idea that in our current society we have outpaced the ability to support ourselves for the most part like most people right. in this country today are unable to survive on their own right like we rely on the local supermarket, the water company, the power company to, to provide us with the basic right. things that we need to live. Like if, if all of a sudden they, the all, you know, food stopped coming in. Just the supply like chain. The supply like chain. Exactly. If, if that was cut. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, like people, most, most people, the average American would not be able to, to support themselves right. for a, for more than a couple of weeks. And it's it's a pretty it's it's a it's a it's a precipitous we have a that's not the right that's not the right word a, a, pre, a precarious, precarious situation yeah. to be in. Um, my wife yeah, and I actually talked about and, that quite a bit. <laughs> and and I really like how he doesn't take a side. He he says mm -hmm. he he talks from both angles. Like mm -hmm. if it started by this faction, this is likely how he sees it happening. If it starts from this faction, this is the progression of the way that he sees it happening and whatnot. And and um, it was it was it was pretty damn depressing and ugly, but that's, that's probably not even a 10th of reality either. And like in the event of a real civil war, like it's, it, there's, yeah, I don't, and, I couldn't. And it's, I think it's very it. scary because I think in our, in our current upcoming election, I think there's a very real chance sure. that something like that could happen, especially if it's a very, closely contested election yeah if both sides really legitimately feel like they deserve yeah. to win it and the other side has manipulated something or lied about something or, or yeah. done something unfairly i think uh there's there's it's a scary time we, so we, i don't want to leave our listeners on that but however i do encourage <laughs> you to listen to it it is called it could happen here it's very informative um uh and really does give you a taste of what I assume reality would have been. But again, it only scratches the surface. But I don't want to leave you there. I do want to leave you with my thoughts of how it won't happen. Now, yes, I do agree with Smiley wholeheartedly. 
that one side, regardless of the outcome, is going to feel slighted and there will be minor civil unrest. However, I do not think our country as a whole right now will divulge into a second civil war or dissolve into a second civil war. Um, anyway, because I believe the middle class is too large. And I, if you look at all the other countries where a civil war has happened, it's been polarized classes. You have you you have the lower class and you have a high upper class. Right now we have we have a lot to lose as regular Americans. We have mortgages, we have jobs, we have all these things where we can't go off and fight a civil war where we did if everybody was either impoverished or had a, a shit ton of money. So I feel like that's my saving grace. I don't feel like it's naive to think that way. I really do genuinely believe that the middle class is far too large to get itself into a, a second civil war. There's too much to risk. Well, let me ask you this, because I don't know. I mean, wasn't the first American Civil War more ideological? I don't feel like there was a big class disparity involved in the first American Civil War. Yeah, and it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd not, have to give that not, question some more thought, though. Not not to bring the mood down again, you know, not to <laughs> say it's imminent, but... Uh, sure. I, you know, it's funny, because I, I feel similarly, but for a different reason. Like, I, I always assume that, like... America has the largest military force. Uh, like the American military is larger than like the next eight countries combined, probably more than that. Like we spend a ridiculous amount on military. We have a huge military. We have so many different branches. Like I, I kind of feel like unless, unless the military was divided against itself, hmm. I don't know how a, a true, like how people could actually rise up against a military the size like if america turned its its global military back internally to keep peace i don't know that like unless it was divided against itself i i, I don't feel like that would so here's the rub to that know. maybe this could be a podcast in and of itself sounds like <laughs> a rub. here's the <laughs> civil war coming <laughs> here's the rub to that is that in the event that the military is asked to um, get itself involved in the civil war you're asking american citizens to fire on american mm -hmm. citizens and there's mm -hmm. not many people who would do that there are certainly Tough. people out there who certainly will so. but you're asking them to fire on brothers and sisters and uncles and that's what yeah, civil war is yeah it's right yeah it's yeah. interesting focus target civil war <laughs> get a little <laughs> avengers graphic yeah. And, there you go. Right. well we'll save that for next time uh or, or another time in the future. But yeah, it's, it's, it certainly sounds like an interesting uh, interesting podcast to listen to, to, to kind of think about. Like That's the thing that I think is great about a, a show like that is, it pro again, it's, it's about thinking, right? It's yeah. taking a surface thought where people might even feel like, we should have a civil war. We should teach these, these people on the other side that they need to learn something. And like that's somebody who hasn't really thought about what, the, what that right. really means in their life. Not, right. you know, it's great. It's great at a very high level, but how does that going to impact you and your family and your livelihood? And, and like, just getting to, to think through those things, I think is just a very valuable, a very valuable experience. For sure. Um, like opinion. it sounds silly, but no, literally there are people out there right now who are like willing and ready right. until they get in the thick and find out what it really fucking yeah. is. And it's well, not glory. Well, and like, war, war has always been glorified by people who, mm -hmm. who haven't participated in it, I think. Sure. Um, and all I mean, those people, we, it's a yeah. billion dollar video game industry, right? Yeah. I think Call people of Duty. That, yeah. Sorry, Shai, go ahead. I think the people that would be that would be willing to start a civil war logically are the people who just want to watch the world burn. You know what I mean? They are like totally logical and that's yeah. it. Like they can think through all the consequences, but they don't have any emotion. They don't have any compassion. They don't have any empathy. It's 
whatever ideology they want to promote. Yeah. That would and hopefully that's a small faction and yeah. that's not well, I think half that's, of America. Yeah, I think that's what we assume. <clears throat> yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where we are in a couple of months. We might have a uh, another podcast that's a little bit more real <laughs> one day soon. I hope I, not. I'm I hope certain not. we will. I and I, I fear that day. All right. Well, um, let's go back to Shy. All right, Shy, what about you? Let's go back to you. What's your next, uh, what's next on your list today? Well, I'm going to try to bring the mood up a little bit. Um, I know that Van sure. wasn't trying to bring the mood down. <laughs> it's a pretty low uh, bar right now, bro. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about uh, another media presence that I like that I, I don't follow as much now, but I used to follow them a ton. And they're called Easy Allies. And these guys started out as what was called GameTrailers.com back oh, in the day. Yeah. They were, they were the group who, back when I was in college, before like people were actually like capturing video games and putting them online, like YouTube wasn't, remember, if you guys remember, YouTube wasn't really a thing yet. If you wanted to find out about like, like, you know, there were, you know, video game review sites that were like, there were the ma- magazines were big back then. And then like IGN and some company started coming with websites but if you wanted to watch like video um, video reviews or even like video gameplay these were some of the first guys who actually did that and did it well like they were capturing video game footage they were capturing higher resolutions that at the time than, than really anybody else they were doing it they had they had a uh, good they had people who had prof- experience in the media industry who were doing it professionally and so i i got really into them back back in the day um they had a youtube presence back then and then they were owned they were in california and they were owned by a larger media company i forget i think it was defy media and i, I that's probably wrong but another a larger media company and then some i'm gonna get this wrong too but something like seven six seven eight years ago the the media company started like downsizing them like for costs mm. and so they had a couple like of their like key people on their team that they like you know they had like these personalities there was a crew of them and a couple people got laid off all of a sudden and like were no longer on their shows and they, they like had some very like like I, I think at that point they maybe created a second youtube channel just the team and they started like having some of these conversations about like why these people weren't on and what ended up happening i forget if the media company either removed them all or they just decided to step down but basically the lot of them went and started a kickstarter they, they went to kickstarter and like what would we, we have a we have a dedicated fan base would you guys be willing to support us to continue? And, and they did. And like, like the people responded and that's I mean, awesome. Right off the bat, they had like, did you, like, uh, did you contribute to it? I did. Yeah, I did for at least He's like, no, fuck those guys. Sometimes you don't know about it. Right. Like sometimes you find out a kick about a Kickstarter, you know, yeah. Two no. months after it ends, it's I, didn't, like, I didn't mean it was like, a silly yeah. question. I was right. just trying yeah. to get you yeah. smiley. Yeah, no, I was on that, and uh, and 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 they just continued to put out some really good stuff. They got recognized by like a lot, of, like they had a lot of connections in the video game industry from being game trailers. So they kept those connections, and so they would get a lot of exclusive stuff. And just they just do a lot of fun stuff. I haven't followed them in a while, as I've kind of been gaming less over the last few years. But especially like console games, as I've gotten more into mobile games and other stuff. But um, they would, and a couple of other guys have left just for career reasons but like there were two two of the guys on the show one of the guy who was more well known his name is kyle bossman and another co a co uh host they would do betting specials before every major game show before like e3 they would like make these like ridiculous outlandish bets with stakes and then like the show would come and then they would do like two weeks later like a recap and they'd have like their co-hosts like nice. do like random bets like they'd have teams and like and then like if they won or not there's whole points it got really convoluted but it was just so much fun to watch they did all this and then they just had a bunch of ongoing series they were um man what was that uh 
what was that for the teen horror game we we, we played through the one time um, um until before, dawn until dawn they were the ones who i originally saw play that and they did it oh, as nice. a slumber party and that's when i came to like you and lemon cloak and was like we should totally play this like in share play or something and so good out. yeah and so they, they did a lot of just fun like group stuff they, they brought a lot of fun into gaming and and i always enjoyed their reviews too they uh they always were very uh i thought honest and critical but they liked gaming so it wasn't like they just tore games down to like tear them down like they they were very honest about you know what how what a game did what a game did well what it didn't do well but if it was still fun they they talked about that too so easy allies i would they're still around i would recommend them cool yeah it's uh you've always i always remember you love the game trailers guys back in the day when we used to game you'd always talk about you'd always link us stuff like did you see this game coming out game trailers and we're always like yeah we play Final Fantasy 11 we don't play other games anymore but <laughs> uh, but yeah that's 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 cool to know they're still around it's cool I mean that's one of the great things about Kickstarter too right is that Kickstarter has given people like that a chance to say like like is it the will of the people like you know like put put the money up and like, let's see if we can do things that otherwise we wouldn't have gotten maybe because, you know, corp, the corporations at, that be didn't think it was profitable enough or whatever. Like uh, I think crowdfunding, it's sad. Some of the things that need to be crowdfunded in this day and age, they shouldn't be, I would say, but it, overall, I think it's, it's been a great opportunity for people to kind of get down payments on some of their cool ideas. Well, I think it's good. Like what Van was saying with Sam Harris, I think it's another good way to get just corporate greed corporate influence out of the picture right like it yes. gives these content creators independence and they can yeah. create original ideas La and, and labors of love right yeah like what we always talk about like things that are made for the right reasons um rather than I just feel like chasing the dollar and <clears throat> public acceptance i feel like the kickstarter realm is like the perfect avenue to create the mmorpg that the Eleanor MMORPG that we always wanted. Like, mm. if there's really enough of a desire out there, why has nobody done it? Gone to the days of old where grinding was difficult and teamwork th was mandatory. I think, and I think one of the biggest reasons is that MMOs require so much to host. That's true. Like, They're you need so huge and you know yeah. servers and things like that. And I think the closest thing you've seen to that, like Star what you're just, <laughs> I was going to say, what you are describing is Star Citizen is people. People who had who it was MMO, it was an MMO space sim, but said we want to take everything that we loved and that we want in a game like this and crowdfund it. And you see what happened. Like it got bigger than it was got too big to sustain, and now it's taken a decade to come out. And like they're still working on it, it's still coming they're out. They also made like alpha four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. It's well that's again, that's a whole nother podcast on its own. But like like it's it's I think something like that is not as easy as just like an independent game or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot that goes into an MMO, I think. Yeah. It's not Stardew Valley. Right. So I get it. Not, that's not the downplay Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is a fantastic game, but the resources we required like to Valley develop and podcast. Yes. Yeah, we do. Well, two out of three of us anyway. I think the other one just doesn't know. Yeah. I'm sure I would like it. Right. One day should I play Stardew Valley with us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, Get back on topic. It's my turn. I want to talk about binge mode. Um, so binge mode is a, a podcast that's associated with the ringer.com, which is a web website that is, uh, I believe it's run by Bill Simmons. If you guys know who that is, he's a Boston sports writer of some renown, but um, binge mode is a podcast with Mallory Rubin and Jason Concepcion. 
And I found out about one of my coworkers. I was talking about Harry Potter one day. And one of my coworkers was telling me, like, Did, had you heard about this podcast? It's called Binge Mode, where they do, like, the deepest possible dive into the Harry Potter books. Like, they go chapter by chapter through every what? book of every every what? chapter of every book and like <clears throat> analyze everything there is to analyze about the harry potter series and i was like kind of like our star wars series i got hold on hold on, <laughs> hold on hold on yourself um and i was like this that sounds like the coolest thing i've ever heard so i went and checked it out and it was indeed the coolest thing i have I ever heard. like so the hosts mallory and jason are very um enthusiastic is the word i'll use it took me a little time to like at first i was just like whoa yeah a little much it took a while it took a couple episodes like if i listened to the first couple and i wasn't quite sure and i was and like here's the thing about me i know harry potter the books very very well and so to me my question is like Okay, am I gonna? Oh, 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 oh! Sorcerer Stone, very nice. So I was. My first question was like, Am I gonna? Is this podcast gonna tell me anything? Like, mm -hmm. like how deep are they really going here? Like, is this gonna be something that's gonna be of value to me? But I found it super, super interesting. Like, I awesome. learned a ton from it. Like, I thought it was so cool how like they really do just go straight through and talk about. It was kind of like reading it again without having to read it like they were that mm. thorough talking about every beat and like pointing out cool things tiebacks things that maybe you didn't notice foreshadowing points what like things that like that like it was amazing it was one of the most amazing podcasts i ever listened to i was so sad when i got to the end of it because i was just like so uh, it was like a series also then it's not like an ongoing they don't no, tackle no, well, another topic or they do well they do they 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 they, they, they have i guess they have like their binge mode is kind of a general got podcast. it and then they do these stints where they did they actually started with game of thrones uh the hbo series not the books but the hbo series they went through that episode i would have loved to listen to that. On that then they did harry potter which they did the books and they did do episode they did do podcasts on each of the movies as well so the movies did get some attention in there and they did a lot of cool comparisons what the, like things that they liked that they changed from the books to the movies like it was just fantastic the whole thing was amazing and then their most recent one that they did was the star wars they did oh my gosh. all the star wars movies they did a lot of like in-depth so like it was really good like if you thought our five star war episode podcast was in depth we didn't scratch the surface each of these podcasts is like two hours like it's literally like hundreds of hours of content for each of these binges that they do. Yeah. Um, but well, it's aptly named. I yeah. guess. Oh yeah, it is. It's aptly named. And like, but if you are interested in any of those topics, like there are podcasts out there to, to listen to. If, if you're looking for a podcast on game of Thrones, which I have not listened to, but I've, I, I assume it's the same level of quality, Harry Potter or star Wars. Um, what about stranger could, could things? I, I don't that, those are the only three that i know of that they've done um i don't know what they're planning to do next because the star wars one they did they were do they did it to they did it last year to time to the run-up of episode nine so basically like they were going through all the movies and they kind of finished episode eight right in time for episode nine to come out so they could do a like live yeah. like right after they saw episode nine and uh, a podcast on it um so it's been a while now since their last one has come out i don't know what they're going to do next so 
two things. Uh, PSA, um, Mandalorian season two trailer dropped. So if you haven't mm. watched it yet, go out there and watch Does it. Does it have a date? And then, uh, yeah, October something. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. So yeah, next month. And then so um, the Disney the Plus subscription is coming back. <laughs> yeah, for a lot of people. They got get that <laughs> Disney stock. Um, uh, the other thing is is a question um, that I completely forgot. So we'll just keep moving on. Uh, I'm going to hit another one really quick too while, while I'm here because it's very similar. So once I was done with binge mode, I was like, man, like I'd been listening, like literally hundreds and hundreds of hours of this. And I was like, I need, I didn't know how much I needed this. And like, I need something new. Did you remember your question? Go ahead. Before I, did. I forget again. Yeah. The enthusiasm that you said they spoke of for Harry Potter, does that carry through with the rest of their podcast or were they just... <sighs> Yeah, no, it, it did. They did. Okay. I think I think they were the they were a little like you could just tell how much I, I think people feel strongly about Harry Potter in general. I know I do, and a lot of people I've talked to like Harry Potter is just kind of a moving story. Like either you're not, either you don't get it, or you fucking love it. Like yeah. I feel like there's not a lot of in between. There's not a lot of people who are just like oh whatever, and maybe maybe there are, but like maybe Chai, you do you hear from fucking them. love it. No, I, I, enjoy it. I enjoy it. I don't, yeah, I mean, I never got, I never became a, a fanboy, but yeah, well, they're definitely fanboys. <laughs> they're good. But, it's because like, you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I, that probably is. It's that, it's that divide. I actually, that means I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay, yeah, cool. But, I, but they I do keep that energy. They, that's just uh, their personalities. I yeah. think they're a little bit goofy. Like, you know, like I certainly don't agree with everything they say and all the points they make, and like, like they have their own opinions. And in the end, it's just an opinion show. It's a lot like us. Like yeah. it's too like you can tell they're friends. They're good friends. They just, you know, they're talking about Game of Thrones. They're talking about Harry Potter. They're talking about Star Wars. And you know, if people like, if you like to listen to us talk about very similar things, you likely would like to listen to them. And I, I really just put in to give a caveat that like you may. Maybe that's true for us too. You may need to give them a, an episode or two to kind of get used to them. Like, don't it. judge them too harshly. Because, like, like seriously, I did the first one. I was like, man, I don't know if I can listen to two hundred hours of these guys. Like, they're a little bit crazy. But then by the end of it, I was like, I loved them both. I like, they, they like, I couldn't imagine how I thought that in the beginning. You know, like they really grew on me very quickly. Um, super quickly, I want, I, I, I do want to hit on. So, like, to replace that, once that was done, I found another podcast called The Legendarium. Um, which is still going on today, but the problem I have, and we've talked about this in the past, is I like to, I kind of like to, I'm a, I'm a beginning to end type of person. So their first podcast, they did a similar deep dive reread into Lord of the Rings. They, like one of the hosts was a huge Lord of the Rings, like super nerd, and no offense intended, I, that's a high compliment. I just want to make that clear to any of our listeners, that's a high compliment. The other guy had watched the movies started lord of the rings like once when he was in high school and then never finished it so he wanted to go back and actually really give it a true read and so it was kind of his journey through that which i thought was really cool i thought they did a great job and they too um really grew on me as, as time went by um i i'm so sorry i do not recall the names of, the, of those two hosts at the moment i haven't listened to them in a while because after they finished lord of the rings they were going to do the mistborn books Mm. Uh, by Brandon Sanderson, which I knew for a long time I was gearing up to read, and I just actually finished reading Mistborn this week, like last night, two nights ago. So I've been kind of had their podcast on pause, but um, they're another, you know, basically two guys who talk about fan, mostly they're more like fantasy genre books and sci fi books. Um, and so I, want, I think they're kind of lumped in in a similar mm. category. And so that's the legendarium. 
um you can you can find their podcast they're, they're still recording like they have like 300 some episodes of all kinds of different books and media and stuff shy you have something well i was gonna so they aren't currently doing this for and that was something they were doing and then they, they moved on since they then. did yeah right. they i think they've done almost all the sanderson books which is cool like i'm really excited to get into a lot of their other stuff but like I just have a deal where it's like, I don't want to jump ahead. I want to, because they did Mistborn next, I want to read through, I want to listen to those after I've read them and then I'll, then I'll continue on. So I'll I'll get caught up to live with them eventually. What you were talking about with binge mode, I'm I'm very interested in something like that with uh, Stormlight Archives, which is kind of like you sent me to that one blog post where basically people have done that in text form, but to Mm -hmm. listen to a podcast like that would be pretty cool. Yes. I know that the Legendarium Mm -hmm. has done um, the has done the Stormlight Archive, at least the first three, nice. obviously the only three that are out. Uh, I haven't listened to them yet, but I, I fully intend to, so. All right, uh, we're starting to wind down. Do we have any more that we want to hit really quickly? Van, well, should we go back to you? You got anything else for us? Yeah, I got another one. Um, another okay. lightheader podcast that I listened to is called End of Days, Famine, Poverty, and Death. Um, You're just really they, into those <laughs> <up deep>. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Absolutely preparing, joking. Preparing for again. <laughs> this is actually uh, on the other side of the spectrum. Um, I highly recommend anybody who's looking for, I don't want it to sound too churchy or esoteric, um, but anyone who is interested in the philosophy of Eastern spiritualism and finding oneself or the nature of reality, um, basically it's Buddhism. Um, but it's, it's a very philosophical take. The person is actually a, what is it called when you're not a religious Buddhist? I can't remember what the, what the term is. Um, but he's, he's Buddhist, but doesn't believe in like the reincarnation or any of the, um, other like supernatural a Buddha, a Buddha atheist. Is it like a, yeah. like a right. practical, practical Buddhist or esoteric? Is that the right word? No. You said that word before. I don't know what it means. Yeah. I'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, no, that, that means like, yeah, I'll let you give the definition. So anyways, um, so, but what's really cool is he goes into the philosophy of the teachings of the Buddha and he is a, a um, he's, what's up, go so, for it. Es- esoteric could be applied to our podcast potentially. Intended for or likely to be understood by only a small number of people yeah, with right. a specialized knowledge or interest. Right. So, so it's a very focused target. Yeah, so it's very specific. <laughs> and that's why I said it's esoteric because the, the concepts focused. that he used are very, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, like, like us. Um, so, but anyways, he talks about the uh, philosophies of um, the Buddha, what the Buddha taught, um, almost 2000 years ago and how they are actually being confirmed. A lot of his ideas are being confirmed now by current science and neuroscience and whatnot with regards to how our mind thinks and how we interpret feelings, emotion and all this other stuff. So it's really interesting to see this very heavy scientific application to Buddhist philosophy and principles. And then he also goes into meditation, which I, I feel like is globally um, understood to be a way to for one individual to calm themselves there's a lot more there um, that I could talk about but it, it has been from what I understand an acceptable means of um, uh, spirit spirituality aside an acceptable means of just calming yourself down and 
being able to relax and release some stress and all that stuff. So it couldn't hurt to to listen to it and to try some meditation out. I think it would do your do your body some good, to be honest. Hopefully, do your mind some good as well. Yeah. Yes. And I did not do it justice. I just want to clearly state that I'm fully aware of that. But we could do a whole podcast on we're going we're going we're going we're going quicker here on we're going here philosophy and all that fun stuff. Siddhartha Gautama. Yes, that is that is the Buddha's actual name. Yeah, wow. there you go. Very nice. I learned that in Western Civ, and I always thought that was so interesting. I've remembered it ever since. Oh, well, so you learned it from a video not, game. Or not Western Civ. No, no, history. I mean, history class. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, Siddhartha Gautama. Yep. I was say, if that was Western Civ. I... Yeah, probably not Western Civ. It was probably... Eastern. Yeah. Far Eastern. All right. Yeah. Shy, what do you got for us? All right, well, I feel like we've had, uh, for a video game, uh, you know, what used to be a video game only podcast, we haven't had any video game specific podcast or media call out. So I'm going to just do two quick ones about two different games. Um, uh, there's a Planet Side podcast I was listening to for a while when we started our Planet Side, very short lived Planet Side 2 revival um, called the Instant Action Podcast. I would highly recommend it. The guy's very entertaining. He just covers weekly. Yeah, and back when that used to be, there used to be an instant action button. He talks about that. So that's a joke. Um, he, he talks about how there isn't, so maybe. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, And then, um, and then the other thing I was going to mention, so that's Planet Side 2, really interesting stuff. And then the other guy I was going to mention is a YouTube personality um, for War of the Visions, if I know we've talked about that a number of times on the show. And if you ever decided to pick it up, uh, he is, his acronym on YouTube is AOJ. And he is a Japanese player who does some really cool like content coverage from the Japanese game. He then also plays global. So he covers both and talks about comparisons and stuff like that. So two different uh, either podcast or personalities that I listen to sometimes. And I just want to wrap fans, up real quick. I just fans, realized clean up corner. I don't think I mentioned the name of the podcast. So the podcast is called Dharma Punks. And um, it's very fitting. Dude's like totally tatted out. He looks like a punk rocker, but yet he's like this inner peaceful, like neuroscientist. So nice. All right. Um, thank you, Van, for uh, for getting that out to people. That way, if they if they're looking for it, they can find it. Uh, the last one I want to talk about, uh, also video game related, is um, the Crystal Chronicles podcast. I like to listen to Crystal Chronicles there for the game Final Fantasy. Dissidia, Dissidia Final Fantasy Opera Omnia. It's a mobile game we've talked about a number of times. Defu, um, which is one of the few games I actually still play. I, I play Defu. I play Shop Titans, and uh, that's that's pretty much it as far as mobile games anymore. Um, but Defu is still is still in a good place. I'm still enjoying it. And um, if you're especially if you're new, if you're the type of person who would want to um, start playing uh defu i think the crystal chronicles is a really informative mm. podcast for for especially for new players trying to understand some basic concepts learning how the game works um they are constantly giving references and shout outs to other content creators uh people who put together useful useful things for the community so um you know a lot of good information to be had there and they've i've been listening to them for a number of years um they they just they're you know they have fun they're not a, a super serious thing but they're pretty much they're just kind of tell you what's going on in game and what's uh you know how how the newest characters work and, and things you should be aware of i know shy you listen to the crystal chronicles for a little bit yeah i mean that that community. shy got, sh- shy got <laughs> shouted out on the crystal chronicles like what? five weeks in a row yeah. like 
like, do a live stream when they record. Yeah. And so like the community is interacting with them in chat on the live stream. No freaking way. Yeah, I, would totally, I, would totally pander, I would totally pander to them and try to like throw yes. in comments at just the right moment and like ask and questions. And... Yeah. I was, I was, t- I kept telling Sarah, I was like, pretty shy got, pretty shy got shot out on this again. <laughs> it's like the fifth week in a row. What is he doing? I was, I was <laughs> going to say though, of any mobile game, I think we played not enough smile would agree with me. I think that Defu probably has the best, community as far oh. as content creator it's and like getting even, people plugged really in like it's ridiculous yeah. for like even bigger games we've played like yeah it's just no, uh it's, that community is dedicated and they put in time to like people put in so much work like just yeah it's it's out of control how useful and helpful they are like i don't know if i can play that game without some of the like infographics and, and boss analysis that that people do for that because it is a very complicated <clears throat> game um mechanically and it's not they don't they don't do the best job in game of explaining what like your abilities do and like all the millions of modifiers to your abilities so like some of the more complex characters it's like i still have to reference these sheets to help me know what i'm doing which is pretty ridiculous all right well that was good gentlemen anything else that we want to say anybody else we want to shout out today any last minute hellos goodbyes did we do it did we fill up the podcast Oh we, my always gosh. Fill, we always fill up podcasts. <laughs> I had so much more I want to say on some of those podcasts. I feel like I did them injustice. Well, you know, if and if, if you're out there and you're listening, secular. And you want secular, secular, ah, secular, yeah. secular booty. Very go. nice. Yeah, that's. So, but anyway, if if you're listening and you want more information on any of these podcasts, if anything that we talked about today sounds like something that you want to learn more about or, or need, you know, you heard us say it, but you having trouble finding it you know that's another great opportunity to drop us a line we'd be happy to provide you the you know the links to the to the podcasts or or, or where you can find some of these some of these great uh great uh content creators that we have talked about today um none of we are talking about these people these are all our own opinions none of these podcasts or youtubers or anything have been informed that we're doing this or are in any way evolved or have given us like anything to apologize them. Yeah, yeah. if anything was incorrectly stated also <laughs> same thing yeah if, if we if we said anything wrong or incorrect uh it was all done out of love and, and just wanting to promote and so we hope that's we hope that's cool. But um, if you want to get in touch with us, here's our here's our contact information. Finally, um, we have um, uh, our Twitter handle is at Focus Target. We have a YouTube page where you can watch us talk to each other, which is I'm sure very entertaining. Uh, that's the Focus Target podcast on YouTube. Um, email is Focus Target Podcast at gmail.com. I think I misspoke. We are not the Focus Target Podcast on YouTube. We're just focus target podcast uh to be clear and uh we will post the uh the links and the information to, to some of these podcasts uh in the um in the youtube co- uh what is that called the comment section or like the description or, yeah. area yeah so if, if you if you find us on youtube uh you'll have some links there to some of these some of these great uh great things that we were talking Sorry, about shy. so <laughs> shy you got you got something got something else no i well Never mind. We'll talk about this post-show conversation. <laughs> oh, excellent. Those are the best kind. All right. Well, that's it for me. Episode 61. Thanks for joining us today. I am your host, Smiley. I'm Shy. And I'm Ben. Cover us, Porkins. We're out.